0: It must be Zamzos growing in your yard garden or barn you got-
1: How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. I'm live in studio again this week, and uh, I'm so happy to be here. and looking forward to talking with you. If you've got some questions or things going on in the lawn and garden right now, I'd love to talk to you. Give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. kboi i got a couple of things. I want to talk about today, mostly I want to talk about uh, water. Um, <laughs> I think I, think I, I mentioned a, a number of months ago that I, I felt like we were going to be talking about this for a long time. And the, uh, the bad news is we, ha- we still have a couple more weeks of talking about water because it's, it's, you know, it's getting becoming more and more serious. Your drought conditions are you know, in effect throughout a good portion of the state. Uh, I was reading uh, some news articles about uh, you know there being severe drought in almost 33 percent of the the state. I believe that was the number. So there's uh, there's a lot of concern for the amount of water we have, the amount of water we have left that we're going to be able to use this year. Uh, Lucky Peak is being reduced in what it's allowing to flow through, and uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, chances are we're going to be turning sprinklers are going to get me turned off earlier than they ought have in the past. So we're looking at, uh, I, I know it said in Caldwell, they were looking at closing it down uh, on the 15th of uh, September, which is almost a month early uh, from what we typically have to deal with. So there's going to be, uh, and it could even happen sooner than that. I know uh, I live in Nampa and in Caldwell there, we're heavily reliant on that irrigation water coming through to water our lawns. And for some people, uh, they still have house water. Um, they'll still have some of that city water that they can use, but that becomes uh, pretty pricey. You got to spend a lot more money for that that water source. And uh, you know, when people are relying more on that to water their things, you you have issues where pumps can go out uh, and the water gets used up a lot faster. So we have to be really careful and uh, very diligent with being efficient with the water that we have. Left to you, so I really want to talk a lot about that because i'm kind of I've been thinking a lot about what we can do for the lawns, for the gardens uh, for our trees and our shrubs, because a lot of them could be getting to a point where they get relatively uh, you know pretty stressed and we could see some some die off we could see things failing and not even coming back, so we really want to do the best we can right now, so I really want to get into those sorts of things i'd love to hear uh, you know what kind of things you've uh, done. To help conserve water around your house, you know what? What kind of tips or tricks do you have uh, for water conservation? Um, Because I think we, if we can all kind of share that knowledge and and get better with it, um, I think it'll just be better for everyone that wants to have a nice lawn and wants to keep growing their vegetables and, and keep their plants uh, healthy and growing well. So please share with us those things. Give me a call 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. And uh, like I said, we're going to talk a lot about water. So uh, let's see. Let's get into, let's start with the lawn stuff. So lawns uh, are, lawns use, a, a. I think I was going to say lawns use a lot of water, but actually lawns use, we put more water on our lawn than it typically needs in a lot of cases. I think a lot of water gets wasted on the lawn and it, our lawns need a lot less than what we, a lot of people put on them. So we need to really talk about how to water the lawn the as as efficiently as possible because that's probably the biggest point at which we're uh, being wasteful. There's a lot of situations across the valley where uh, the amount of water getting put out is almost immediately lost to evaporation. A lot of it ends up running off the lawn and getting just into the sidewalk. Uh, you know, broken sprinklers uh, that you never see uh, because you're not we're we're not checking them. I don't know how many times I've driven down the road. Uh, early in the morning, like five, six o'clock in the morning. And there is a sprinkler that is just a geyser coming out of the ground because, you know, and the situation is somebody turns their sprinkler on really early in the morning uh, and, you know, they're still in bed or they've left for work already. And nobody ever sees that. It's, it's just a, a giant geyser shooting water up into the air. So it's it really important to on occasion just turn your sprinklers on in the middle of the day just just to see. Make sure, walk through each zone, look at the sprinklers as they're on, make sure that they're rotating, make sure that they're spraying efficiently and, and they're doing the things that they're supposed to do and that you don't have those breaks or you don't have you know a sprinkler that's just been kind of knocked over to its side and is shooting up water onto the house uh, because we don't see those things a lot of times. We, I think a lot of people... Uh, and I'm I'm completely guilty of this as well. We forget to check those things and we just kind of assume that it's on and so it's working properly. And that doesn't always match up. A lot of times it's on, but it's not being efficient. It's not working properly. So turn on those sprinklers just watch them go through the whole system, see what's working, see what's not, see how you can adjust some things. Maybe, you know, just, uh, sometimes minor adjustments can make a huge difference in their effectiveness and their efficiency. So that's my first thing I want to really kind of get across, especially for the lawns. Like that's, it's an important thing to just check that sprinkler. Uh, the next thing that you really want to do, um, and this is going to be, uh, This is going to be hard for a lot of people because I talk to a lot of folks about watering. Um, And I know uh, all of my coworkers, we talk to a lot of folks specifically about how long they water their lawn. And it's it's a difficult question because a lot of times we get the answer, oh, it's enough. And I don't know how many times I've gone to a lawn where I was told it's got enough only to find a bone dry lawn. Uh, or i 'm you know i 'm stepping on a spot in the lawn and it 's soaked up to my ankles so there's a lot of stuff that goes into a lot of things that go into how we water properly and how long we water and we 've got to really get into a lot of those things and I think we 'll do that uh, in the next segment. If you want to be a part of the show, if you have questions about lawn, your lawn, your garden, watering. Bugs, disease, whatever it is I want to talk to you about it I want to help you out Give me a call 208-336-3700 Or 1-800-529-KBOI
0: The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back Right here on News Talk 670-KBOI Hi, this
2: is Joss Samzo here with my good friend April. And April, I hear you're having some real problems in your lawn and garden.
0: Yes, Joss, I have these brown spots in my lawn that won't green up. And I have these weird weeds in my lawn, especially near the sidewalk. Oh, and these ugly strands of bright green grass. Hey, slow down,
2: April. Sounds like you may have insects or disease in your lawn, and Zamzos can definitely help with that.
0: Yes, but I also have earwigs eating everything in my garden. Oh, and some of my tomatoes have these hellacious black spots at the bottom. It looks like they're rotting. It
2: sounds like you may have some blossom end rot, but ZAMZO's can help you with that, too.
0: Oh, and the wasps and yellow jackets, and we have flies everywhere. And what about those little white gnats?
2: April, take a deep breath. You have what some people call a hot mess. But the good news is ZAMZO's can easily solve every problem you just described. Even if it's a hot mess? Absolutely. So if your lawn and garden are becoming a mess, come see us at ZAMZO's. 13 stores to serve you, including Middleton on Highway 44.
0: Nobody knows like ZAMZO's. Nate Shellman, live, weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on 670-KBOI.
1: All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and I am so happy to be here. It's been really nice to have a little break in temperature i know it was only down to the 90s the last few uh, days but uh it sure was nice it, it i certainly noticed um but it sounds like we're going to be popping back up into the hundreds and uh we've got some uh, we got some weeks left you know this has been such a a weird couple of years for a lot of different reasons and having uh you know something like this where it's just it got so hot so fast um and so soon uh, we 're not really used to that we 're not used to uh being in this place uh this quickly in the year and so there's some minor adjustments, some really you know just minuscule things really that make huge differences and I think it 's important that we talk about those things and start to implement those things so that we can continue to enjoy the things that we love to enjoy in the state and our houses and our backyards and uh, it's, it's good for all of us if we can do some of those things. So I'm going to talk uh, some more about lawns and gardens and watering and what sort of things you can do. I'd love to hear about what you do in your lawn and garden. that's helpful for conserving more water. Um, and give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBY. We can always talk about anything else that you might be dealing with out in the lawn or garden uh, we don't have to limit it to what I'm talking about, and it's better if we talk about what you want to talk about because then I'm not out here just yapping about something you don't care about. So, give me a call. All right. So we're getting into lawn. So this is the I think the the toughest thing it com- when it comes to watering the lawn, and I and I hear it a lot. And there's I, I want to preface this by saying there are exceptions. There are some things that need to be done certain ways. Uh, particularly for a newly planted lawn or a newly sodded lawn. There are uh, times where uh, different watering uh, schedules are needed, uh, especially for new lawns. But once the lawn's established, I usually uh, say once once you're mowing the lawn, as soon as you start mowing the lawn, your lawn is relatively established if it's brand new. Um, you know, obviously if it's been there for years, then it's, it's been established for a long time. Uh, but the thing I see the most that's, uh, so, so difficult to kind of help people get over is they're watering their lawn for 15 minutes and they're doing it every single day. And it, it happens all across the Valley. Now, usually what's happened is somebody's moved into a house, you know, they're new to the house and the sprinklers were set for that new lawn. Um, and then they just, you know, it just never changed it and it wasn't, weren't shown how, or just, you know, didn't really think about it. So that you just kind of assume that that's how the lawn should be watered. And that's only how a new lawn should be watered. Uh, established lawns, uh, 15 minutes is never going to be enough. It's not enough water, uh, at one time, because if you're the thing to remember about the grass that we grow here is that. Uh, these cool season grasses will grow roots down almost three feet into the soil. And if the water is only in the cup top inch, the roots aren't going to go down further into the soil because there's no water down there. So we need to really flex that muscle condition, the soil to take that water further down into uh, the ground. It's the soil is this giant sponge that has a ton of capacity for holding onto water and it will hold onto the water really well. And it won't, you know, some of it's going to go all the way down to the aquifer, but once it's down further into the soil, you've lost the evaporation part of the equation. It's no longer going to be lost to evaporation. It's under the soil where it's getting held onto and it can't, it's no longer going to be lost to that. And it can't run off into the sidewalk. Uh, it's it's going to stay there. It's going to be in the soil for a longer amount of time, and the grass will be able to drink from that that giant sponge for a really long time. Uh, you can water the lawn even this time of year if your wa- if your soil is conditioned properly and you've been doing things to like make the soil better. You could water your lawn twice a week right now, even with this heat. If you watered it, if the soil's conditioned properly and you've done everything, you could water. Uh, you could probably even water one time if you're doing all other things right. Uh, and it takes a long time to get there. I, my lawn couldn't do that. I know that my lawn couldn't do that. Uh, but it's something to look forward to. There's uh, ways to get to that, particularly for clay. Pe- 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 there are lots of clay soils in the valley. And that's, I think, where we get into a lot of trouble the, the clay soils, are, can be so compacted and the water won't get through and get down further into the soil. So a lot of people, will they'll water for 15 minutes and the water is starting to run off uh, the the top of the soil. And uh, so they will, will tend to water more often, but they'll only water for a few minutes because you know they see that runoff. And so that's where we've got to make that change. We've got to figure out what to do in those situations. How do you fix that? Because that's not how the lawn should be watered, and it's not how the soil should work. The soil should accept that water, should take it down further and further into uh, the soil profile so the grass can continue to drink through all the water that you put out there. So how do we get to that point? So in season, it's really difficult. There's not a lot of stuff we can do because you don't want to aerate typically this time of year. That's one of the ways you can do it, but doing that now is very stressful on top of having other stresses like bugs and disease and uh and also drought you know you you add all those stressors up and that's very likely to just kill everything and not be good for the grass long term uh but that's something you can do in the fall and we'll get into that here in just a minute but Uh, for the in season situations where you've got, um, this soil that just won't take water in and you might have, uh, there'll be places where it's like pooled up. You know, if it's a low spot, you might have standing water. Uh, you might, you know, you're watering and you see it on a slope and it just runs right down. Um, the, best thing you can do to fix that in season is the product that we sell called Peniturf. And I did a video for uh, applying Peniturf a couple weeks ago and it's up on our YouTube channel and you can check that out. Peniturf is probably one of the most um I probably say this about every Zamzos product. It's it's an, it's the most important, right? I I think uh, I probably exaggerate a little bit, but you know, this is it is Peniturf is such a good Great product to apply in season and get that water to soak into the soil. Um, I will tell the story about how uh, when I first moved in my house, I was the lucky person on the block that got to have the manhole cover in their front lawn. And there was this strip that you could just see this one strip, and it didn't matter how much I watered what I did. It was just this strip right next to that manhole cover uh, that is was always – uh having stress it was always burning up faster It was always dealing with things uh faster than any other parts of the lawn and it was always pale yellow i applied Peneturf to it a couple times uh almost man it's probably been 12 years ago now uh and it has never come back it has always been even color with the rest of the lawn it just did a little bit to that soil and it helped soak it in now Peneturf doesn't typically last for that long I don't think, I think over time, as I've continued to fertilize and do other things, that stuff has kind of fixed that soil. But in that season, that was something that I could do. So if you've got an area of the lawn that you know water's getting to it, like you've done like the water audit kit or you've done something to make sure that the water is getting there, but it's just running off or it's pooling up there, get that peneturf on there because it will make a huge difference. It works very fast. Uh, you can almost see the water, uh, you know, get into the soil. I had the same, a similar issue uh, at the Eagle store. When I was the manager at the Eagle store, we had this corner of the lawn that was just incredibly uh, boggy and the lawn was always just, you'd walk through it and it would just be stressed and we'd water, you know, I'd set up the sprinklers to water the way I wanted it to and it just, the water would just kind of pool up in there. And I told uh, the guys uh, at the store that took care of the lawn start putting peneturf on it. Do that peneturf once a month, and uh, sure enough, it started fixing it. You know, the it dried What was crazy is that it started drying up. You're applying a liquid to it, and that spot started to dry out. Uh, even you know when we were still watering properly, it was drier and it wasn't squishy anymore. And you didn't, you know, when the guys came through to mow the lawn, it wasn't you know leaving big tracks from the lawnmower in there. And the lawn just started performing so much better. And uh, it, it just takes that little bit. And Peniturf is a really interesting product because, you know, it covers a large, uh, a relatively large square footage with a, not very much product. You're going to use it in a hose end sprayer and you're going to spray it around. But I tend to like to really focus on the areas that are stressed out, the ones that are really, you know, they're brown, uh, that are. Uh, you know, where the sprinklers might not be hitting or along the sidewalk, you know, those spots always tend to stress out. I really like to focus on those spots specifically to really get some extra uh, peneturf juice in there and get it working down into the soil. So that's the, I think that's probably, there's a lot of people out there that could really benefit from an application of Peneturf. If you're, if that sounds like something you're dealing with, I water 15 minutes and I water every day. And if I miss a day or even, you know, uh, an hour, um, the lawn dries up, I will, I will guarantee it. Peneturf will fix that issue and you can start changing up how you water so that you can put more water out all at once and then start skipping days. And your water, you'll see that water go further and further and further. And that's really the key to being efficient with your watering uh, because less of it's getting lost, less of it's going onto the sidewalk, and less of it's evaporating after application. So really consider that. I know a lot of people are dealing with it. There's a lot of folks out there that have um, a hard time with their water, especially in newer subdivisions. You know, You see this all over the place. So... Anyway, we'll get into a few more things here. If you want to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. I'm talking a lot about water today, talking about a lot of water for the lawn. We're going to get into some garden stuff. But if there's something you want to ask about, something in particular you're seeing out in the lawn and garden, please give me a call. You can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden
0: Show will be back right here on News Talk 670-KBOI.
2: Hi, I'm Joss Samzo, and if you have questions about what's going on in your garden, you're not alone. Lots of people are concerned about their tomatoes and peppers, but we love getting those questions. Because at Samso's, we've been helping Treasure Valley gardeners grow better tomatoes and peppers for 87 years. This year, a lot of people's tomatoes aren't setting fruit or aren't ripening fast enough. We can solve those problems with Zamzo's tomato boom and a little expert advice on how to properly water and care for your tomatoes. We're also seeing similar problems in peppers. And for that, we have Zamzo's Pepper Popper, which produces big, gorgeous green and red peppers and lots of them. I even helped a customer last week who wanted to know how to make his hot peppers even hotter. But whatever you do, don't delay, because our already short season for tomatoes and peppers will be done before you know it. So if you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor this summer, come see us now at Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including Middleton on Highway
0: 44. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Broadcasting from the Empire Tidal Studios, we are our news talk KDOI.
1: All right, we are back for part three of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, we're talking a lot about water today uh, because it is just, it's it's something we need to talk about, I think. It's, it's an important uh, conservation measure we can all take. Uh, we all want to do our, I think we all should want to do our part to just make sure that we preserve this. Not only for that, like, I was uh, driving uh, around with my daughter and was listening to, like, uh, the issues that there are with like the food supply right now. Um, and that's, that's scary. Like if our, if our farmers don't have enough water to grow our food, uh, we're in a bad place. That's uh that's not good for us. So we need to m- be good stewards of what we have here and uh, make sure there's enough to go around for some of that stuff. That's, I mean, vitally important uh, to all of us. So, we want to do that. We'll do what we can. If you want to be a part of the show, give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOY. We've got a phone call from good old Doug in Meridian. Doug, how's it going? How can I help you today?
3: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing,
1: Nolan? I'm doing fantastic.
3: Um, My only problem is I'm attached to an HOA.
1: Yeah.
3: And this, yeah. <laughs> no said about that, huh? Um <laughs> That strip of lawn um, between the street and our um, sidewalk, right? Yeah, um, is run by HOA and they run the sprinklers at nighttime. Mm. So I have no idea. He, he he told me that one of the gardeners told me that they run it like four days a, a week and usually at nighttime. Yeah, I've never seen the sprinklers running. Yeah. Myself.
1: Yeah, they um, yeah they're running it super later, you know, early into early morning. Um, that's uh, at one that's o'clock a, in the morning. Yeah, I mean, you know, who who would be out there? And they probably are never out there either, to see if there's any no. problems. Um, I did change some of the little baskets
3: and some of the filters. The filters, and some of the filters yeah. in there, in there. But um, every year I get a big brown spot on the strip. Yeah, and I put the blame on them
1: that's <laughs> It's nice when there's something to point at yeah you know and, and it's uh, it's not uncommon to have those especially those those strips uh between you know the house in between the uh, along along the road and the sidewalk okay, yes. uh that just they will tend to have issues because you know there's uh it's a lot of area, and so it's you know if you can find out what the issue is, you know what you might do is uh try you know put out um you know a bowl or that water audit kit, put that out at night and let it run and see oh, yeah. that way that you can see what's getting put out, uh, at least in the morning, you know, when you do get up and get out there, you will at least get to see the effects of the water. Even if you can't see what's out there, uh, you'll be able to come back to it and say, Oh, well, you know, it's, it's getting enough water or, you know, it's not getting enough water. Um, and then, and then start tuna, to associate, a tuna
3: can I can put out there.
1: Sure. Yeah. put it out there, you know, throw that out there and see, you know, if you come back in the morning and it's, it's in that dry spot, but the can is filled well, then there's obviously something else going on, right? You've got to get to yeah. something else to to do that if it's bone dry, then I you know the sprinkler or something's not not quite right there so yeah there's uh that that might be an option um but even in those areas, you know penf is still a good one to do, or uh do you ever fertilize that spot as well doug I do I use um all the fertilizers from you guys, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, You know which one I've
1: uh, really enjoyed I put down I did thrive on my lawn for a video a couple weeks ago as well Hmm. and uh, thrive is an amazing lawn fertilizer we sell it you know a lot for trees and shrubs and the garden stuff but it does amazing things for the the soil and the grass just looks incredible and what's nice is that it's not too. It uh, doesn't have a lot of nitrogen, so it doesn't make the grass grow really quickly either. But, uh, yeah, Thrive is fantastic, and it keeps it real nice and green in this heat, and uh, you can almost reduce do your I, watering with using Thrive. Do I hook it up to my
3: hose um, and with those containers that can sort it out? Yeah, correctly?
1: you can You can use a hose-in yeah. sprayer, like the dial-in spray. Um, yeah. You can use those. What i found is that because you've got to set it to about 8 ounces – Per gallon um, mm. and you're gonna what you're gonna end up seeing is that's only 16 ounce container so it's gonna actually move the thrive out really quickly um, but right. that's I mean that's not bad you'll just have to refill it a little more often um, I like to use uh, actually what I did in for the video is I used the siphon that we sell it's a siphon that hooks up to the hose and then you just put the tube into the thrive and And it sucks the thrive out Mm. of the, the, uh, the bottle right into the hose. And you can just walk around and water your plants, water your trees and shrubs and your lawn with it. And, uh, that makes it really easy. I actually did my entire lawn. I've got a little under, uh, 5,000 square feet, or I think I'm around 3,000 square feet. Um, but yeah, I did a two and a half gallon, um, thrive on my entire lawn and, uh, it it's looking incredible. So that's you, definitely a way to go. Do you guys
3: have a special um siphon? We do. Yeah. I, I can
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have them in the store okay. and it uh they'll show you they can show you how to use it or you can look at our the YouTube and uh I made that video there to just show people how to make uh use the oh. the siphon as well. So Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, Doug. I appreciate it. Good luck with that spot. Hopefully, uh, we can get that figured out and take care of that, uh, that brown area. So, All right. Hey, if you want to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. I've been talking a lot about water, but again, we can talk about anything else that you might be going on uh, in your lawn or garden. I know uh, a lot of uh, people are having some problems with their tomatoes, uh, having problems with squash. Uh lots of stuff like that. So that's something you, you're dealing with, or even uh, you know, some people have uh issues with their uh their berries. Um a couple weeks ago I was over in Portland area for my cousin's wedding, and I got a chance to stop by my uncle's farm and talk to him, and this was that monster heat wave that weekend that had they had that monster heat wave in Portland. And uh and he was talking about how Difficult it was for their raspberries because the plants getting stressed out and overheated were actually taking the water back out of the fruit. And for uh, you know the harvest, that is just devastating. You know it's difficult to fix that because the the fruit then dries up and it, it can't. Uh, you know a lot of those raspberries, some, some of them only bloom once a year, so um, that can be really really difficult for those things. So you want to really watch that sort of stuff, and you might be dealing with some of those things as well in your garden through tomatoes and such. So if you have a question about any of that stuff, give me a call 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. So I spent a lot of time talking about Penetur, but there's a few other things, or at least one other thing I would recommend uh, doing for the lawn to really help. Um, actually, two things. So the first one um, is more huma green. Apply huma green more than once a year. If you can do it a couple times a year, you're gonna be in such better shape uh, for just the condition of your soil. You just can't, what a lot of people will tend to do with huma green is they like how it works and they don't get a lot of growth. And so then they'll only use huma And that's not uh, a good practice to be in. You still have to do some other fertilization. You have to do something with some nitrogen. Uh, so you, you can do, but what's really great is you can do lawn food and humigreen green on the same day. Um, and it won't burn the lawn, so that's a, a great one to do, and really helps the grass a ton because the humogreen green just holds on to so much moisture, and has a lot that iron in it, and iron's only effect in plants is to make it green. So you get a little extra iron in there, you get some extra water holding capacity, and you're watering more efficiently. Uh, that's a just a recipe for a really nice looking lawn uh, with the right amount of water and with a lot less water, uh, that's not being wasted. So consider that. And then what you want to look to in the future is think about the problems that you're having now and put some sort of, you know, do something, remind yourself, set a day today to do some other projects in the lawn, like an aeration aeration in the fall. Um, is my, favorite time to do it. Um, you'll talk to, you know, a handful of different people and get a handful of different answers. It's really just my opinion. It's what I like when I like to do it. I prefer to aerate in the fall because that's when the time, that's the time of year when you've used the lawn for the entire summer, uh, compaction is going to be at its greatest. Uh, and you're using the lawn a lot less in the, in this in the fall as it's cooling down. Uh, so you, if the plugs are there, uh, you're not you know, worrying about as much of a mess. So apply, do your aeration in fall. And I, I, I'll always uh, make sure that I say this, and I'm sure some you know, folks that have listened a long time, if you're going to aerate, you have to top dress. You've got to add something on top of that air, newly aerated soil to change the soil structure. If you don't do that, you're really wasting your time. You've got to apply some compost, you 've got to apply some huma green um, you know if you 've got some gypsum, you can apply gypsum or a garden pearl something like that you 've got to get that organic material you 've got to get something on top of that aeration so it gets into those plugs and fixes the soil that 's really the long term Solution: You can do a lot of things by just applying to the top, and it'll it'll fix it. It's just going to be slower. So if you can do the aeration and get further into the soil, you're going to make a bigger difference. And if you're you know about to start planting, um, or you're you, go, you know have plants to put in a new lawn, uh, take some time and get some compost down first. Um, you know, put compost in, work that into the soil a little bit and then get a nice grade on it and put the put your seed or your new sod on top of that it will be you'll have so much better luck with that new sod taking and you're setting the lawn up for future success and it's going to be a lot easier for you to take care of that lawn especially when we get hot so all right we're going to come back for one more segment here in the zamzo's garden show if you'd like to be a part of the show give me a call 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News
0: Talk 670 KBOI. Hi this is Joss Zamzo
2: with some free tips on keeping your lawn green and your garden growing during this extreme heat. Tip number one when it's this hot never apply fertilizers and weed killers during the heat of the day. Herbicides can also kill the good plants around them if they're applied at the wrong time. Tip number two water deeply and infrequently In this heat, most lawns need an inch of water two to three times a week. Watering multiple times a day for short periods only keeps the roots at the surface and you want them to go deep. Tip number three, raise the height of your mower to the highest setting. Tall grass shades the root zone and keeps the soil from drying out. And finally, make sure you're not underwatering or overwatering by doing your own water audit. You know, my dad says every plant needs light, air, water, and nutrients. So even if you don't use ZAMZO's lawn food, please use our free advice and take care of your lawn and garden the right way with help from us at ZAMZO's. 13 stores to
0: serve you, including Federal Way and Geckler in Southeast Boise. Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on 670 KBOI.
1: We are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, we certainly have some time to get a call or two in. You can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. And during the break, we got a call from Dell in Weezer. Dell, how's it going? How can I help you today? Hi. Uh, I'm just
4: wondering whether this really prolonged period of uh, really hot weather has uh, caused uh, some of the... Uh, fruit trees in the neighborhood to uh, look uh, somewhat chlorotic. Uh,
1: yeah, it certainly could help uh, or contribute to that for sure. Um, you know, the iron and uh, all the nutrients need some sort of catalyst to be brought into the tree. And if it's not getting enough water or the heat is moving stuff really quickly, uh, those sorts of things can contribute to that. So uh, it, I'm sure it absolutely is having something to do with it. And I think uh, the extra heat Uh, could also uh, cause well we can also cause uh, fruit to drop prematurely before it's harvested if the trees get stressed out and it can't keep itself alive and give what it needs to give to the fruit it'll drop that fruit prematurely and uh, and that's that's devastating uh, to put that sort of time into something and then have you know the trees just doing what it has to do to survive at that point
4: yeah, we haven't haven't seen the, the uh, fruit drop, but yeah. uh, this is uh, trees that are uh, seven or eight years old and, and pretty well established and mm. being watered really well, but they still have that chlorotic look to them. So
1: yeah, the heat okay. can yes, yeah, uh, so he can certainly help with that. You know, you might um, you and you, you can always just be uh, proactive. Add some iron to the soil. Magnesium actually also causes the same look. So um, some Epsom salt can help with that. Uh, our the product we carry called Magic Mineral has both of those things that can really help make sure that you've got those micronutrients in the soil.
4: Yeah, I think my son has been adding some uh, ammonium uh, phosphate to the soil to try to yeah uh, to help uh, release some of the iron as well.
1: Yeah, if it's yeah, Uh, as long as it's got the iron in there. But yeah, the phosphate can is primarily concerned with your, your flowering and fruiting, but, uh, you know, anything that you can add to it or get there should help with some stuff, so.
4: Yeah, okay. The other one that I have really noticed is, uh, or from his reports, is uh, uh, that this prolonged hot spell has really delayed the setting of uh, tomatoes. So,
1: Yeah, a lot uh, of that's oh. been, yeah, a lot, we've had a lot of that, um, a lot of people coming in with those issues. No. Oh. So, and there's a couple of things to that. Some of your early, like your early grilled tomatoes, they just don't like the heat. And it got sot so fast, they never had a chance to really set. Um, And then some of the other ones, if they're not setting, certainly due to the heat, um, we do have um, a a product called Blossom Set Spray. Uh, For years, I just thought it was snake oil and never really, you know, thought it actually did anything. And then one year, I just went ahead and tried it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this actually, this does work. So that's a, a really easy way, helpful way to, Help that fruit set. Um, if you're having some of those issues, so
4: well. Thank. You. Thankfully, this year we have a, a basement full of the canned goods from last year. Oh, so, very.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for your help. Very good. Yeah, appreciate the call, Dell. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of tomato issues uh, going on right now. That heat just you know it stresses those plants out, and if they don't have everything they need, uh, they're just not going to do everything that they should. So. We want to do the best that we can. So the other thing I want to try to get out there, um, you know, especially when we're talking about the potential for water getting shut off early and it's looking like it's very likely going to happen. Um, at least, you know, a month early, maybe more depending on how things go. But, you know, if we're looking at that and, you know, deciding how we're going to continue watering, you know, our our vegetables and, and getting some water out on the lawn, um, That's something you want to start preparing for right now because as we get further along in the year and we start looking at that and if everybody goes to purchase new hoses and new sprinklers, once the water turns off, it's going to, there's, there's, we're going to, everybody's going to run out. Uh, We won't have enough uh, to help everybody out with that. So that's something you should really look at trying to get uh, prepared for right now. Go pick up an extra hose uh grab a couple extra sprinklers and just have them ready there's a lot of things uh all the a bunch of the employees at the stores uh just did a training on uh hose and sprinkler stuff uh just so that they're prepared to help you out and help you figure out a plan to you know get water out onto the plants uh that you want to get water to your trees your shrubs your House plants? Well, you don't need a hose a and sprinkler for house plants <laughs> unless you have like a really cool house plant setup that you know can take sprinklers. I mean, if that's the case, I want to see a picture because it sounds amazing. Uh, but yeah, your your garden and your lawn. There's you know even if we're running out of that water, you can still be very efficient with those sprinklers. Some of them are really high tech and really useful and will last you for years. Um, and pick up that water audit kit. You know, get that stuff taken care of now. Get that stuff out there and test it. See what it takes to fill up, uh, you know, get an inch of water into your lawn and how long that takes. So you know how long it's going to get you to water that lawn really deep and uh, be efficient with it. So uh, a couple other things I've noticed over the last few weeks, uh, talking with folks, um, a lot of trees this time of year start to lose leaves, particularly like your willows and your birch trees, sometimes your alders. I don't even know if we have a lot of alders out here. We probably do in some places, but I don't. I don't ever see them. So over in Portland, there was tons of alders Um, and they, they kind of look just like a birch tree for the most part. But, uh, but those trees really like to have a lot of water. So it's really common for them to drop a lot of leaves this time of year. Um, If you're relying on your lawn sprinklers to water your trees, uh, it will not be enough. So you need to do a little extra watering for them. Uh, Take your hose out, drop it underneath that tree and just soak it really good for a couple hours. And honestly, that one time will probably be enough water for that tree for the next month. An established tree that gets a deep deep wet soak uh will be able to use that water for a really long time. So you won't have to do that very often, but doing that just even once will a lot of times just stop that that leaf fall and uh and keep those trees happy as we go into uh the hotter part of the year, the hottest part of the year uh, potentially and uh, start working towards fall. And don't be afraid to give them a little extra thrive too. Like I was mentioning for the lawn, that thrive really does a lot of good stuff for them. It'll really help them out, help them fight through that stress, help them fight through that potential uh, drought stress in particular, and get them ready for recovery once we do cool down and start getting some rain, hopefully. Hopefully it won't be too far in the future. Um, As for your garden, go ahead and, uh, you know, Again, water that really deeply, similarly to the lawn. Water deep and infrequent, it's better for the lawn. Put some mulch out there to help conserve that moisture, and you should be in good shape and uh, help those, those plants out. And that is about all the time we have for today. Thank you for the calls and appreciate you listening. We will be back next week here on the Zamzos Garden Show on KBOY.
2: zamzo and at zamzo's we make products that make life better for people pets and even your lawn but you may not realize that many of our products work better when used together with another product from zamzo's take our zamzo's lawn food for example it's made from natural based ingredients that won't irritate your pet's paws or skin after all your kids and pets play on your lawn so what you apply to it is important to their good health And unlike chemical fertilizers, when you apply Zamzo's lawn food, you don't have to worry, because my dad formulated Zamzo's lawn food to be biologically correct. Did you know that feeding Grandma Z's dog food can help lessen urine burns in your lawn? And when you feed any of our Grandma Z's premium pet foods, you're giving your pet the best you can buy. So if you use Zamzo's lawn food and also have a dog, it works better together with Grandma dog food. Ask us about it at any Zamzo's and have a great looking lawn and a healthy dog together with great products from Zamzo's.
0: Nobody knows like
4: Zamzo's.